Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Why, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome, yes, to another episode of Bravo East Coast Housewives. It's your main bitch, Kim, here on another Thursday, and uh, happy Thirsty Thursday. And guess what, Yins, guys? It's actually the date of when this episode is released, so usually I have a few days. <laughs> but shit got real this week, okay? So I had to, uh, I'm not saying this is last minute, but it's 9.42, and we're just going to get right into it. The part three reunion for Jersey. The best part, Andy Cohen. Come on! Shut up! Oh my God. I literally laughed so hard. I rewound it many, many a times just so I could see it. And this is literally why this episode is called Andy Cohen Turns Housewife because he issued the best performance of a housewife out there. Oh, so good. But before I get into my last little bit of the part three reunion, there are a couple things that I find pretty interesting to talk about for what the bravo. First and foremost, Brittany Cartwright and Jax Taylor. I'm sure Yin's guys have heard and or read just like I or me, I, me, whichever grammatically, uh, I don't know. But they are, in fact, moving. They are moving out of sunny Los Angeles. They put their $1.9 million home for sale or they're going to sell it or something. I'm definitely sure it's 1.9 and not 2.9. I mean, they're no Stassi Schroeder here. They're moving to Clearwater, Florida. I have no idea how close it is to Orlando, but... I'm sure that they'll go to Disney World many a times, and I'm very jealous because I still want to go to Disney World. It has been over 10 plus years, and I miss Mickey. So Jax then is on his Instagram. Obviously, this was a few days ago, but I read it on Reality Blurb. Yins guys know. He said that he was going to get rid of a lot of Vanderpump Rules stuff, including that post, not post, including that roast painting of himself. I forget who did it. I can't remember if Schwartz did it or if Sandoval did it, but that painting of him at his birthday roast, he's probably going to get rid of that. He said that he's, he'll sell it to whoever, but maybe he's going to do charity. Uh, So I thought that was nice. If he ends up doing that shit for charity, that would be great. He also hints a little bit that there could be a possible, possible new project for him. This chick named Lori, I don't know who it is, but she went to her Instagram and posted a picture of her and Jax at this restaurant named Craig's. Oh, Craig, Southern Charm. We will get to it. Oh, my freaking gosh. Like, this is going to be insane. Southern Charm. Yes. But he takes to Instagram. This Lori girl puts a picture of them up and she's saying three more weeks. So something's going on. A source says 
and I quote from this source, who we don't know who the fuck it is, but they say they're actually currently working on a reboot of Jackson Brittany Take Kentucky. The show will follow the two as they leave Los Angeles behind and buy an old farmhouse in Brittany's hometown to restore. That's interesting. Then they're going back to Kentucky for like a hot second. I'm a little confused. So that source needs to get their source checking checked out because I'm confused with that. So it seems as if we could potentially see him on the boob tube again. Are Yin's guys happy about it? Are you disappointed? I'm pretty neutral. I don't really care. So I've been doing pretty well without him. And I think we all have as well. Now, we also found out that Vanderpump Rules has been renewed for another season. I am shocked. And as Stassi would say in one of the episodes from seasons past, I'm shook. I'm shooketh. I'm surprised that this is happening. And I do have to say, if they don't cover the separation divorce with Tom and Katie, I have to say, bravo, you will lose some fans. You will lose fans of the show, maybe of other housewife shows, any other shows, summer house, whatever. But if you do not cover any part of this divorce with Katie and Schwartz, this season will be really short. People won't like it. The ratings will be down. And also pretty sure that you guys will not be back for a next season. So unless that happens, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. We could see it being over. We could see it being over. This could be the final season. And maybe they're going to set it up that way. That might be cool because I would rather go out on a high than a low. Transitioning. The biggest what the bravo moment for me, and I can't just fucking hold it in. Oh my God. June 1st. Get the fuck here now. The Real Housewives of Dubai. That trailer made me pee my pants in such a great way. Holy shit. Yes. And can I tell you, when I saw my Southern Belle, Phaedra Parks, oh my God, I freaked out. I literally almost fell on the floor and I was like, oh my God, she's back. I'm so excited. Like, we don't have to wait until Bluesdale Manor. Like, oh my God, I was so excited. Phaedra, I am so excited to see you in the Dubai Housewives. Holy shit. I'm excited as fuck. And I'm it's interesting to me because I do recall whenever Salt Lake City was doing all the trailers and shit back in the day, I wasn't really excited. I was like, Ugh, I don't know how this is going to land. I'm not that excited. And current day, right now, I fucking love Salt Lake City. So I hope this is not a reverse where I'm so excited for Dubai and then all of a sudden I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm disappointed. I don't think that'll happen, but I'm just hoping that it won't happen. But I'm so excited. Holy shit. It's going to be, it's going to be phenomenal. And also, my mom told me this morning, she read an article about how one of these Dubai housewives, her net worth is only $80,000. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, that's pretty low for a housewife, but, uh, in my mind, I'm like, I wish I had fucking $80,000 in my name. Just saying. Now, from there, Southern Charm. Holy. I mean, first of all, 
the last part of Summer House Reunion, it was pretty good. I mean, Paige was being super bitchy, but like I appreciated it because she like really doesn't like most of the people that was sitting right beside her, a.k.a. Lindsay. Carl, I think she just is like having a problem with him because he's dating Lindsay now. And of course, Andrea and Alex, who never speaks until he spoke about Austin being the Honda Civic of male attractiveness. That was so good. I'm still thinking about it. Thank you, Alex. Yeah, Paige was just sort of being like, I don't, you know, this is uncomfortable. What the fuck? She did look amazed. I wish I could pull off an outfit like that. And the whole hair situation, how do you do that with your hair? It looks like you came out of the shower, but it like is obviously it's hair product. I know nothing about hair. I fucking put it up in a bun or I braid it. I don't do anything. So if someone could tell me how to get that look, I would be all down for it. But I have really long hair, so I don't know if that would work. But Southern Charm, the preview, looks great. I have to say, just like the Phaedra Parks moment with Dubai, I am shooketh shocked whenever I see Craig and Naomi talking and how he says, oh, it's a little weird that we're like around each other. And she like laughs and he's like, we're not just exes. We hooked up recently and I'm like shut the fuck up Naomi how could you do this come on man like you're so above like you already know why did you do that I mean Craig you're hashtag winning right now which good for you but I'm sorry Naomi you you were you were good and smart that you left Craig like I just don't see it and I think him and Paige are perfect for each other I do I have already said that in the past But when I heard him say that they hooked up recently, I was shocked. I was shocked. And I'm really curious to see how that shit has worked out. We also see that Paige is, of course, coming to the show. Shocker, no. Talking about how she is uncomfortable if you would be hanging out with an ex. I totally am with her on that. I wouldn't like it. This isn't a Dolores Frank Catania moment. I I wouldn't be cool with it. I get it, Paige. And then we also see Madison... I see her kind of like canoodling with Austin for a hot second. And now obviously we know that she is engaged to some other dude. They just bought this big ass mansion in Charleston for like 1.9. Why do I feel like that was 1.9 and maybe not Jax's house? Whatever. It was some million dollar price tag. So that'll be interesting to see. We see Catherine with her boyfriend, the Ravenel guy, forget his first name, but I know that they're not together anymore, so that'll be interesting to see that relationship pan out. Obviously, Patricia is a queen in my eyes, and Whitney's always there playing his fucking guitar, and I'm pretty sure when he comes on, he's going to be like, what's up, bro? Because that's what he does as like a 50-some-year-old man. Interesting. I wonder if he's been in talks with Thomas Ravenel. So yeah, Southern Charm's coming. I can't and I can, if you know what I mean. I don't know. I can't recall if there's a date on that. I actually think it's sometime in June. Maybe it's the end of June. So last but not least, let me say happy birthday. Happy belated 50th birthday, Teresa Judice. Ah, let me tell you, Teresa, you have blessed our TVs for all these years. But now going into part three reunion, I have to say you are annoying the shit out of me. You are digressing and not progressing to me as far as the way that you look at the world. And I don't know if the fame has just come up your asshole to your eyeballs, to your brain and all this shit. But 
girlfriend, you got to tone it down because it's it's too much for me. And yes, I will still watch the show because I know a lot of people say, well, you know what? If you don't like it, don't watch it. That's true. I like everything else. And you know what? Sometimes I like Teresa because she's she stirs the turd. But this part three reunion, oh, it was just exhausting. Now we are going to get to that. So as I'm sipping my coffee here, part three concludes. Duh. (laughs) Love how it first opened up. Of course, when Andy's trying to be the mediator here and (laughs) he's like, shut up. I got a dinner reservation. Honestly, that was so cute. And also, I want to know who was he going to dinner with? I wonder if it was Anderson or if it was SJP and Matthew Broderick, because those are some of his besties. So I'm sure it was one of them. I could assume. From there, we get back to Jennifer and the affair thing that Bill had with the other woman. So it's interesting that Andy says after like throughout these 10 years, you never, ever thought about the affair. And she says, no. Listen, I call bullshit. I call bullshit. I understand. Well, really, I don't understand because I can't. I could only imagine if I had to go through that. I I don't know what I would do. But for her to, I mean, she said that she had to hide in order to cry, which was funky and crazy to hear. But with all the knowledge that she get, with everything that she told us that was going on, I can understand why she had to hide to cry, right? Her mother-in-law was in the house. Her mother was in the house. She just had a baby. She had other children. And it was like fucked up. So she had to hide somewhere so she could release the tension and the trauma that she was going through. But for her not having to think about it, honestly, after she showed up to Miami and she like surprised Bill and then they got hot and heavy and then they never were going to speak about it again. I can't sit here and say that I believe that she didn't think of it ever. That would be really hard. That would be really hard. And I think now this season... I got a little bit of a soft spot for Jennifer. You know, the the thing that she had to deal with was shitty as fuck. I do appreciate the fact when Bill was on, when all the house husbands get on, we'll get into it in a second. Bill really took accountability there. I thought he was great the way that he handled everything, just like Louie. He was great, too. And it made me it made me be like, you know what, Bill? I still love you because I do. I love Bill. I love Bill. I think he's hilarious and I always have enjoyed him on the screen. I am very disappointed and annoyed that he would be one of those guys that would do that shit. But uh, in my mind, he doesn't get a pass. In my mind, he doesn't get a pass. But I do appreciate that he was taking accountability for his fuck ups. And I respect that. I do. Before we continue with the show, I wanted to talk a little bit about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. 
A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations. And the more freeing solution is to find out things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique. And what works for someone else doesn't mean that it'll work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work toward your goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. Noom Weight makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom Weight users finished the program and more than 60% of the users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash believe. Again, that's noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. I appreciated also that Margaret and Jennifer were able to come back and make a rainbow together. They were able to speak to each other about all the shit that they were dealing with, their emotions. Margaret, you see that she apologized to her many times, saying, if I would have known that it would have blown up this much and if you would have been this hurt, I never would have said anything. And then when Andy says, you know, Jennifer, you and Margaret have a lot more in common than you imagine. And then Margaret's talking about her mother and how she came to the States from Hungary and all of that stuff as far as Jennifer's story. And then the war, they were talking about the war and uh, everything that's going on in Ukraine right now. So it was a really, it was really a nice moment to see how similar that they're not not really their upbringing, but just their family history and the family dynamic of what was going on whenever they came to uh, the U.S. So I thought that was a really nice story to see them bond with, and I love that Andy kind of brought that up. And let's just get to the men. They come on, the house husbands. Listen, I watched the other day the Beverly Hills house husbands kind of be together when they're at Lisa or Harry Hamlin's 70th birthday party. Yeah, it was cool. They were having a good time doing all this fun stuff. But I have to say, they are no, they are no Jersey house husbands. The Jersey house husbands are the ultimate house husbands of all time. They are the best. Give them a fucking show. Get Vanderpump rules off. They're done. They've had their glory. Everything has to come to an end and everything has to start. And you know what I think has to start? The real house husbands of Jersey. I would tune in every fucking week. I would want them to have two episodes a week. I would be so down with it. (sighs) Hashtag give them a show, Andy Cohen. But they come on. They're doing their thing. We go to Frank and how... He met Polly, Dolores' boyfriend, but they don't really see eye to eye. And (laughs) Frank says, Frank says Dolores' boyfriend looks like Buzz Lightyear. (laughs) Listen, I don't know. Dolores took offense to that. If I was Dolores, I might take offense to that too. I mean, bless Tim Allen. I fucking love the guy. He's great. And, uh, you know, Toy Story, I love that movie. But I don't know if someone was comparing my boyfriend to Buzz Lightyear, 
I don't know. I wouldn't be happy with it. Andy was trying to uh, do bro code with Frank and say, you know, Buzz Lightyear is a superhero. So I think that that's good. He was doing the bro code. I appreciate that. I'm on Dolores' side. I would not uh, I would not like that. So, but the reason why he said that is he told Andy and everyone else, you know, I tried to make an effort with his poly guy and uh, I reached out and he never reached back. I wanted to take him out and no. And then he says, quote, I expected more from him because he's a superhero. LOLOL. But Dolores did not think that was funny. No, she had nothing to say to that. And she did the whole she sat like Paige for like a hot second at the reunion. You know, Paige was all cold as fuck toward everyone. That's what Dolores was with Frank for like a hot second. Now we go to Louie. I love the fact that he was so open to answer all of the questions that Andy was asking him about the video, all those articles about sex eight million times a day and the domestic abuse. He answered all of them. That was amazing. He also admits, which this is part of another reason why it's annoying, Teresa. He admits that Teresa said to him that he never had to answer any of these questions that anyone was asking him throughout the season. I don't know if she said don't say anything or just say you don't have to answer. I know that she said in one of the episodes you don't have to answer, but still. He did say that he wished that he did speak more whenever people were asking him stuff. So I think he was going to be willing to say something. I guess he just didn't want to disappoint or make Teresa upset. My question is, if that's the case, do you think Bravo went to Teresa and said, Make sure you tell Louis, don't say anything if people ask because they wanted this as a storyline. If you think about it, other than Jennifer and Bill's affair, the only other storyline which needed to be brought out was Jackie's eating disorder. So they were trying to make Teresa the main bitch again because let's just be real. She really is the main bitch of Jersey. We all know that. The the whole show is built around her and her family drama with Joe and Melissa and all that shit. And even Joe said that in uh, this episode or last or whichever. But I wonder, did they do that because they needed Teresa to be the shining star mirror mirror on the wall? I don't know. Could I see that happening? Maybe. Maybe, because I also read an article somewhere, something with Lisa Rinna, that she has some sort of deal with Bravo where she does X, Y, and Z. I don't know, but I thought that was interesting. Eventually, Louis is now agreeing. He's agreeing with Margaret, with everything that happened going on, and that Margaret said that she didn't mean to do, she was just asking a question. She was looking out for Teresa and all this shit. And he's like, I agree with you. I totally get it. He agreed. He agreed. And all this shit was about him. And Teresa still sits there and blames Margaret for all of this shit coming out with all this bad press for Louis. And she says, well, you know, he's a nice guy. Me, not so much. Like, dude, I don't understand this. I don't understand it. Obviously, with all of those claims made about him, no, he doesn't need sex four times a day. He can't do that. I don't know who can. Uh, He also said with whole domestic abuse, he says, what happened was it was with my ex-wife and it was basically me calling her, coming up to try to see the kids. I get into the house 
and she calls the cops on me. And that's the extent of the story. Then Joe Gorga's like, yes, that's what you need to do. You explain all this shit. Yes, you're up front. And I honestly think just knowing Louie from this season and this reunion, I feel like he would have been open to do that during the season. Like he feels like he has nothing to hide. He said communication is key whenever we saw him at the very beginning of this episode. Then we transition, Andy transitions to a more serious matter with Jackie and talking to Evan about it and how Evan knows that there is a consistent consistency here with Jackie with all the progress that she is making. And I do love that. I feel like Evan and Jackie are like the Kyle and Mauricio of couples. Those two couples... And I would say probably PK and Dorit too. I mean, they've been through a lot of shit, obviously, for the first episode. Damn. But I feel like those are three strong couples in Housewives history because like most of them are divorced and most of them are getting divorced or they're not with anyone and all this kind of shit. It's kind of like part of being a housewife. I don't know. But those are three pretty strong couples. And I think that's amazing. As I said, I thought Bill did a great job handling all of this shit with the affair, and I still love him. I'm a little disappointed still, but I respect how he came in. It was interesting, too, whenever they were talking about the dirt that Jennifer was trying to bring to light, to light. I just wanted to say that because Andy said that to Therese (laughs) about the claims with Louie. So whenever Jennifer was trying to dig up on Evan with the alleged affair... (laughs) And she says, apparently, Bill told me that Dolores told Frank it was he said, she said, he, you know, all that shit. So Dolores does not like that. She comes after Jennifer and she's like, you know what? You're such a C word. So he she calls Jennifer the see you next Tuesday, saying that she even went to Frank at all about this whole Evan thing, because production rolls back whenever Margaret was with Frank and he's like, Jennifer says that I apparently have pictures of this alleged woman. I don't know. I don't. She says that I have it. So they're talking about that. Dolores is pissed off from that. And uh, it was intense. But eventually we see that Dolores, she was just in the moment. She's that Italian uh, queen that she will come after you. She will cut you if she needs to. Now, when they were talking about digging for information as opposed to a conversation, because Jennifer is saying, I was having a conversation. And then Andy was like, were you having a conversation? I think you're just mad that you were caught about this digging of information and not trying to talk to someone about it. So, Andy, you're totally right. I think that is true as well. At the end, whenever the husbands are leaving... Louis did admit, and he's like, Teresa said not to say this, but I just want to let you all know that my company let me go because of all this shit on TV and all these accusations and shit. So cue Teresa. Look at her face. She's all fucking pissed off. And then she looks at Margaret and she's like, this is all your fault. And then Margaret's like, what? I, I, I never did it either. Oh, this is like insane. Hold up. And then this is when, this is when. This is when our lovely Andy Cohen, oh, he lost. This is when he goes housewife. He does. And he would say Jersey housewife. So (laughs) he's trying to ask Louie, do you blame Margaret? And of course, Louie says no. But she got Margaret 
You got frickin' frack over here, right, Portia and Phaedra? You have Margaret and Teresa yelling at each other like a motherfucker. And then this is when Andy just can't take it. He's like, hold on. Hold on. Shut up. Oh, my God. Ugh. And then it was like commercial break. And then when they came back, they replayed it because Bravo knows that that shit is fire. And I fucking loved it. It was so good. (laughs) So after that happens, they're about to leave. Teresa sees Louis shake hands with Joe B, Margaret's husband. And she's all mad. She's like, why would you shake his hand? And then he's like, because I'm moving on and this is what we're supposed to do. And she's getting all pissy like a five-year-old. And then... Louis comes over and whispers in her ear. I thought this was interesting. He says, if you love me, calm down. And she gets all fucking mad. And then, and then he says this. You're making a mistake with the way that you're behaving right now. Oh, that, that, my friends, is intense. Ooh, I wondered what, I wonder what happened when they went home. I don't know if he got any. I don't know if she got any. I have no idea. But that was intense. And at the very end, when Andy's trying to bring it all to a close, put a pin in it, so to speak, he's talking about how the women came together in certain moments through this reunion that he thought was very fluffy, very nice, including Jennifer and Jackie and Jennifer and Margaret. And I thought it was really moving to hear Jackie say that this show saved her life. Wow. That is, it's, it's mind-blowing to hear. And I think it's great. I think it's great. So that is how the reunion ends. They toast to Teresa with her engagement with some champagne. And that is the season. I... I enjoyed it very much, yes. The reunion, not so much. I felt like there could have been much more. I think it was just Teresa being a little silly, sassy pants for, I don't know. It could have been resolved in two seconds. I'm hoping for better things in the future with our Jersey housewives. We all heard that Jackie was now demoted to a friend of instead of a castmate. A lot of people are kind of pissed off about it. But I feel like maybe, maybe she asked for this because maybe she feels like she's on a good, uh, a good train right now, if you will. And she just doesn't want to go back into a position where something, I don't know, could happen. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But maybe, maybe she made that decision and maybe Bravo didn't. I'm not really sure. So I am totally ready for Potomac. I know that I believe that they've been filming and I'm still pissed off that Roni is coming back in 2023. I think that's still messed up. I don't know why the hell they're doing this to us. I'm really excited because Bethany Frankel is going to be on Watch What Happens Live tonight. She's a badass bitch. I fucking love her. I even asked my mother. I was like, who do you think? Bethany Frankel or who was it? Was it Teresa? Maybe. Bethany Frankel or Teresa. And my mom's, oh, no, 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 no. I said Bethany Frankel or Erica because Erica was on last night. (laughs) And my mom's like, Bethany. Bethany hands down. And I said, do you think Bethany would win any duel between any housewife? And she said, yes. She's quick. And she will, she's got her shit together. She's a businesswoman. She knows how to do all this shit. Like, she'll, she'll take you down. And I, I, I think 
I think she could be right. I do. But it would be interesting to see her with Candy, because Candy's just as badass. I'd have to think about that for a little bit. But Yin's guys, another episode in the books. Thank Yin so much for listening. I appreciate Yin's guys' ear. Make sure to follow me on Instagram, at Bravo Yinzer. Yinzer spelled Y-I-N-Z-E-R. Please follow us at Believe Network and Believe Lifestyle. That's B-L-E-A-V. Yins guys, have a kick-ass weekend and rest of the week, and I shall catch Yins next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.